一つだけお願いがありますいなくなってしまった人たちのこと時々でいいから思い出してください This is the Every FNFF podcast, and I'm Curtis. I'm Carl. I'm Alex. I got no、uh, snarky intro this time because this is dead serious, baby. Braska's. No, wait, not Braska. You, yeah. <laughs> I mean, also. Well, Braska's also dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who the fuck isn't dead in this game? Let's get real. <laughs>、uh, you, know, you know who's dead in this game? Titus. You, Yevon, motherfucker.、Mm. <laughs> um, Anyone in here that ain't dead? This is, this is the last episode, boys. Yeah. This is the last is episode ever. Ever.、Oh、my God. How,、um, actually, hold on. You know what? While we're talking about it, when did we start this season? It's been a long one. It's been, met, been like I, a whole year, hadn't it?、Uh, yeah, I think, I think so.、July? I think it was like June or July that we started. Okay, well, not a whole year. I wanna, we started I, in the sweaty times. Yeah, I want to boot yeah, we up. We started in July 3rd. In July 3rd. In July, July 3rd. 3rd. <laughs> Twas the 3rd of July. <laughs> And all through the house, not a creature was snoring. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see. I don't have my, my first save file, but I think、uh, I can look back because I have all of my save files. I just went throughout、oh, the entire game. Oh, you know what? What am I, I doing? doing? I forgot that it is, it is customary. To get game time at the end of our seasons.、Oh, Jesus so let me、Christ. boot up FF10 real quick. Oh my God, dude. So I'm looking at my, my first quote unquote first save file when I was only an hour into playing. And this is when we, we first started. My playtime is like an hour and 11 minutes. It's my third save file. And we were on the salvage ship deck. That was July 1st, 2020. Wow. Yeah. I love that. All right. So we'll, we'll actually talk about our playtimes at the end once we've discussed the rest of the thing. I started I playing in <laughs> May 30th of 2020.、Ooh. Oh my gosh. That's like next month. I,、uh, I distinctly remember Curtis saying, This is going to be like a fucking year long series. And I'm like, Ah, there's no way. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was like, That's impossible. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, yeah. My first one's from June, but. I had saved over my original save. So, whom's to knows? It's been the point is, ladies and gents, it's, it's been, been a minute. It's, it's been one year since we started this game. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a long fucking year. <laughs> it has, it has. But, um, but we are done. This is it. This is the end of FF10. Ready、yeah. to put it to bed and tuck it in and give it a kiss on the forehead and then smother it while it sleeps. And then never return. Playtime、yeah. is over <laughs> as of last episode. <laughs> <laughs>、um, but what did we just do? We just killed God. We just dethroned we, we the Lord. We stepped on this bug. Yeah. <laughs> we crushed this bug. I mean, we also, through the, the course of the, the game, I guess we kind of. More so, we like killed L. Ron Hubbard. I think that's <laughs> more accurate of a,、uh, a take on it. <laughs>、um, <laughs> we heard,、uh, we heard um, 
Otherworld for the last time. My soul cries a little bit because of that. Yeah. Mm. No more jug jug wow jug jug wow. Well, if you uh, if you follow a streamer on Twitch named the Beast Seven Two One, and someone <laughs> raids him, that is the that riff is uh, the the alert that plays. And I heard that so many times, like before actually playing FF Ten or like associating like the two. So like when it came in towards the end of the game, I was like, oh holy shit, that's what that is. <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> hell yeah but anyway uh when we left off we literally were watching you Yevon fade away right like that was the last thing that we saw and the screen went turned white yep. yep and instead of like coming back up into a scene with our party it comes back up into besaid village right yeah there's um, a nice little bonfire going going on there's some chocobos there some old friends there and there's I think some all the aurochs are there all the aurochs are there either luzu or gata is there yeah depending Ma on or if you got Ma the good ending both of them are there <laughs> okay i was making sure you're joking <laughs> <laughs> just kidding there is no good ending yeah. alma lucille Clascos. if you told them to stay in the i guess oh true machin <laughs> is there how did he get there so fast? I feel like we just saw him at Naga's that. Well, also, I think this scene has a weird implication that everybody in the world can see what the party is doing. Yeah, I mean... It and I'm not like... I. Okay, so I I watched an episode of Vsauce on YouTube last night <laughs> that said that the extent of the human sight, of, the extent of human sight is somewhere about five miles on the best, clearest day, and you're elevated and can see forever. They're like... I guess it's five kilometers. So it's a little bit more than five miles. That's the furthest away that a human can see. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, no, there's no way. <laughs> like, I get that Sin is big and he's at, you know, atop the the main city in this world or whatever. But that's still. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. curvature of the earth would not permit this. <laughs> Maybe people just saw like the blast wave or something in the flash <laughs> and just happening. assume that everything went well. <laughs> yeah, that could only mean one thing. Yeah, they're like, I, I haven't really been alive for long enough to remember the last calm. But. Maybe there's just something that happens at every beginning of every calm that they're like, oh, it happens, and like, I don't know, they, they see something happening, but they don't realize it's going to be the eternal. Calm yeah, it's like a good oh, feeling, <laughs> good vibes. <laughs> the, the vibes. Everybody turn just gets good. a little high. All at once. I think someone just runs out and says, I got I got news for the war front. We won. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, so like the people start cheering, right? Like so like I guess like the implication is that everybody around the world is can see this and realizes that Sen has been defeated, so they're all like cheering and clapping and shit, right? I do like yeah. how goofy and uh just super synchronized the Aurochs are because yeah. like <laughs> it's all the same character model, yeah. Yeah, all clapping uh, in the sync. I, I love that the... One, two, the, three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Better than us when we're trying to sync up the audio. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I also love that the Chocobo is, like, dancing and, like, you know, it's still wearing the armor like it's a Chocobo knight. No, that's the thing he does when he wants someone to ride him. We remember? <laughs> <laughs> When's someone gonna ride me? <laughs> but, uh, but we do get a cool shot after that. We see the faith inside the temples, right? Oh, yeah. The camera like, kind of zooms past Machen at the entrance of the temple. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the priest there. 
Yeah, and it and it shows like that statue of Velfor that's like encased in that uh, that translucent jewel or whatever. If in, we in need time chamber. to go back and visit it, that translucent tent that uh, it believes gives it sexual powers. <laughs> that's a half truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it uh it turns into stone, right? It like starts to dissolve and turns into stone. Yeah, this yeah. is like the same story as like the ancient Greeks. Everyone thinks like they were just all unpainted marble statues but no they were painted they were much it was much more i thought violent. you were gonna say no they were human at one point <laughs> I, I, I thought you were gonna say this is the same story as that guy in uh pompeii when the when like the the eruption <laughs> yeah, happened the volcano, and he was just yeah. jacking off so he's forever encased in like stone like pounding his rod oh, don't no. make <laughs> don't make me a faith while i'm jerking it <laughs> <laughs> just, just permanently encased in one of the temples so. <laughs> no no Legend. <laughs> Calling me, please. <laughs> that that man is truly the champion of jacking off. <laughs> but anyway, we get we uh, get similar scenes at other temples where we see other yeah. like faith encased in that weird goo as they're all kind of just turning into statues. And uh, I think they it's really like the are third like, one, uh, mid-century like Jello salads. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like full of fruit and lettuce and stuff. <laughs> fruit and lettuce and whatever makes an Aeon an Aeon. Yo, that'd right. be a really good dish to make. It's like a nice like jello. Oh, that would be really cute. You put like a little statue inside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll put that. Make a little treat of the of the fucked up like hybrid Aeon slash like faith. <laughs> right. Yeah, and at some point we see uh, the Bahamut uh, faith, right? And we actually see baby Bahamut, as we've been calling him, the little kid, uh, like translucently floating over top of his own statue, and then he fades away. Yeah. Um, faith, faith be gone. Yep. Is this the part where we see the wall of faith disappear? No, then, then it Not goes back yet. to Xanarkand, or to uh, where we are. And uh, we see Yuna doing her sending dance. Yeah, so Yuna's doing the sending. And um, what are we I guess assuming she, she's doing this for? Is it for like I, Jack I, or something? I else? think for Jack and Yevon, probably. Yeah, that we makes don't sense. See, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just for everything. Yeah, but as this place does is it, full of fiends. This is the yeah, final yeah, right. sending. Uh, but as she's doing it, Orin starts to fade away, right? And she like He's, he starts, yeah. Um, some fireflies start popping off of him. Yeah, yeah. And, and she stops for a second. She's like, oh, shit. You know, like, I, yeah, I didn't mean to like, say oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. I, I didn't mean to be so insensitive. <laughs> and he says, don't stop. And then she, she kind of, like, wants to object. And is like, yeah, oh, she's but. Like, but. And he goes, it's all right. And he starts to walk forward. And like, I love that, like, as he walks forward, he smacks Kimari on the chest. Like, good job, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's so very cute. Good. I like it, yeah. And yeah, he but says, we see uh, everyone's like face as he's passing them and stuff, and they all look kind of concerned. Titus just looks like confused and a little pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Orin says, "You're like my second dad." Yeah, <laughs> Orin says, "It's been long enough." And I'm like, "Oh, it's so good." And while this happens, Orin's theme is playing, and it's like so <sighs> fucking cowboy. It's awesome. It's so fucking good. It's so good because like. It's kind of it's it's cowboyish, but a little goofy too at the same time, and it just like really is Orin in a in a song. It's like really well written for him, I think. Yeah, it's like one part yeehaw, one part. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, and as and he eventually starts to dissolve into fireflies, and he just like looks at the camera and says, "This is your world now, dude." He puts his fucking sword on his like shoulder and says that, looking straight yeah. into the camera, which is he wants so the good. last thing to see to be something real fucking cool. Yeah, and it, and it is real fucking cool. Also, it's the last thing that is said in game rendered uh, models. Yes, now we can <laughs> yeah, take my- screenshots. My screenshots, yeah, yeah. yeah, because on Switch, when it gets to, like, the actual final cutscene, similarly to how we saw in Final Fantasy VII, like, you can't take screenshots of, like, spoilery parts, I guess, or whatever. Um, so, uh, mine just has that. It shows Arin, like, becoming a bunch of pyreflies and, like, just floating up into the, the sky. And then the next thing is just the end. Yeah, so I have that, too, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so but it's from not, here on out. But that's not the end. Yeah, we have, we have yeah. pretty fucking kick 10 more minutes of content at least yeah 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 yeah. from here on out it's just fmvs and like gorgeous fmvs too they're like, so really good i think yeah. oren's like last line i think is kind of like a needle in one of the themes of this game which is kind of like mm. tradition yeah yeah where it's sure. like there's a new way there's a new age coming in this is yours to make it now like we've been the cycle's broken yeah yeah which i think it's, it's pretty cool it's really right, good. yeah, because like up until this point, the only thing we know about Spira for the last thousand years, right, is that literally everything in the entire world revolves around this fucking cycle, this like kaiju yeah. battle, like revolves their around sin, does, therefore does. revolves around death, and like the fucking yeah. leaders of this world are so all the dead. opposite of the Watchmen ending. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's so, like, we killed the big giant monster we didn't create it to yeah 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 no i agree though that it's a good it's a good way to leave off yeah um it's like cool. much like in watchmen this also solves racism <laughs> one people <laughs> but uh was that queen's was that queen's song uh oh, it was one vision that's what i was thinking of one man one goal ha one mission one heart one soul just one sore loser um yeah one flesh so, one bone one true religion so when, when the screen comes back up, we're at Live Aid 81 and Queen is playing. <laughs> Freddie Mercury's yeah. pants are he extremely another, tight. Another one bites the dust. Extremely Wait, tight in all respects. 81. When was Live Aid? 85. 85. <laughs> Had it right the first nailing time. It, as always. <laughs> nailing, nailing the facts. So yeah, so this FMV begins. And this FMV is fucking pretty. Like, it is like... It's very Eutimus. beautiful. It's yeah. very sad to space, too. Like, like a beautiful astral sky, and we see Yuna doing her sending dance on board the Fahrenheit. Yeah, and the Fahrenheit yeah. is like just above cloud level, right? And it's like dusk, I guess, or maybe End dawn. Of Evangelion kind of thing. Yeah, and like all the clouds are like golden looking, and we can see like the night sky above us, and like. Beside us is Sin's giant fucking like dorsal fin or whatever, just poking up through the clouds, and it's like still enormous, right? Yeah. Like it's incredible looking. Well, we blew off its fins, its dorsal fins. Well, wait, wh- whichever fin? No, yeah, it, wait. Is dorsal because the dorsal is the top, right? Oh wait, dorsal is the butt fin. Sorry. Yeah. Or is yeah. It? No, wait. Am I wrong? Fins. I think the dorsal is yeah. the top one. Oh, the top. Okay, yes, the top back. <laughs> the, top, <laughs> the top most. 
Um, but yeah, so around the Fahrenheit, we see like all the Aeons, not including our yeah. uh, bonus ones, which is very much right. at the end of FF7, where we don't see Vincent you or Yuffie Vincent. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. This is this is uh, Yojimbo Erasure, and I will not stand for <laughs> Yo it. Yojimbo's going to be in, like, Surge of Durba, in uh, Dirge of Cerberus. It's going to fill in the gap of what he was up to. <laughs> he was making sure Bavel was getting... Uh, evacuator or whatever right yeah right right that's my guess of what I, from uh yuffie's there too um yeah yeah weirdly vincent and yuffie are in this cutscene though so that's kind of cool <laughs> like, what? well it's funny because like we sh we've uh yeah like the cameras backs away we see uh anima is like real like the closest to the fahrenheit for some reason and just hanging out right up on nose <laughs> and i'm getting real personal but yeah like we see sin just kind of falling from the sky and explodes into a massive orange. Yeah. Um, goo. Not devastating. It just turns Much into like, like the end of Evangelion, a, a translucent orange goo. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, and Yuna's doing the sending dance on top of the Fahrenheit, right? And she's sending the Aeons as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah Which like as soon as you kind of see kind of like weird. Why do we need to send the Aeons if we just killed them all? They're like faith adjacent. I think it's kind of the same sort of thing. I mean, like, how many times have our Aeons died in battle and we just brought them back? I know, the, but I, just I think mean, their like, connection with the faith and stuff, it's like, yeah, yeah we, we killed them, but I mean, but like, it does make me, it, it for me, it makes it seem like it's a little clunky. Oh, we could have just done this and like they would have been fine. Well, I don't know because like it's not like you could just send Seymour like immediately if he wasn't dead. Well, I don't so I guess know. We had maybe to... we could have. We just never maybe. fucking I mean, did it. Yeah. <laughs> the answer, much like everything else in Final Fantasy X, is just fireflies. <laughs> it's all made of fireflies. But, um, but yeah, I love so... the music that's playing, which is like yeah. this orchestral version of the Hymn of the Faith. And it's like a very more like, it's just gross. a sadder version of it. It's like a very, yeah. it's like that. I must suck. I always get teared up every time you hear like a sad harmonization of like the main theme. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Oh. For for me, I've I've gone on the record many times saying this, but this is like the number one emotion that music should try and evoke. Where it's like <laughs> kind of triumphant, kind of like, you know, it's something that's like really catchy, but it's also very sad. Yeah, like if you yeah. listen to this out outside of the context of it, you'd be like, Oh, this is kind of a sad song, but you might not you know really know why it's so sad and then like hearing it with all of this going on you're just yeah. like oh it's like the end of empire strikes back you're like you're still hearing like the force theme but it's just like man this fucking this is a bummer this whole yeah. ending of yeah. this is a bummer and yeah. this this does have a lot of sad gravity to it too because like yuna is sending all of these things at once like she is like the cap on this story you know what i mean so she's like sending all these aeons that were her friends and then she's sending sin which is like the purpose for her life up to this point and she so sent like Aaron, she just moments sent before this who like and like just thinking about it in terms of that it's like Aaron has been so clutched throughout this entire game these aeons have been so clutched throughout this entire game yeah. where you're like you know like you grow attached to these like characters and then it's just like right. oh yeah like that's it's for the best and it's what they want but like this is still very sad it's like you know putting the dog to sleep you know yeah, yeah. We do cut to Mount Gagazet where we saw like the pillar of like uh, uh what was it? Yeah, the almost the, the wall of faith. Oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah, wall, that, the wall that, of faith, and that that, that big funnel of uh, energy. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm rewatching the video now as well, um, and just seeing like the actual sending of the aeons is so good. Yeah, like the way that they just burst into pyroflies and stuff as sin is like still like falling and descending and like the shot of sin next to the airship after we like you know killed yevin and him just like g like just like going limp and starting to fall is like really good 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all these all these faith that are stuck in the uh in the wall, they're all just becoming uh statues now. Yeah, and, and, and like that the, pillar, the, the, that like energy pillar or water pillar or whatever it is, like it it starts to um not fall dis- back like down, dissipate. but dissipate a little bit. And in the middle of it, kind of like a little like water orb appears and starts to also dissipate. It's Fearmorph back for revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the actual like final boss is Spheromorph again. Um, but it kind of like breaks apart into hundreds of tiny little uh, individual balls, right? And mm-hmm. each one of those balls, the camera like closes up on them and shows that they have like people's faces on them so those yeah. are either like the faith themselves or like the people that were being summoned by them right yeah it's like the dream of the faith like this is like the citizenship of dreams anarchind is how i took it yeah right that's yeah i think that's correct yeah um, and then and we then see one that has one very specific one yeah that and it's, is it's titus, titus. Yeah. oh so i think uh this kind of what's kind of unclear in the game but it says in the wiki that um in the world of spear, the faith are the souls of people who are willingly underwent a ritual that removed their souls from their still living bodies and sealed into stone tablets. So they have to be sent still because they are still on. Yeah, li- living. Actually... It did. It did tell us that there was a point in the game where it did. It, say it that. just. I can't it's so where, easy to miss. But... Like, wait, why yeah. do you need to send the and faith? But <laughs> it's and it's also it's one of these things where it's like a very convoluted story in a lot of ways and there's a lot of stuff and it's given to you in such a drip feed where you don't know like everything yeah that like when they say it to you you're like oh cool i still have no idea what any of this fucking shit means so now we finally have like the context for it all and it's like there's no way that you'll remember every little like detail about it unless you've played through it a couple of times or like knew what any of it meant at the time of you like hearing about it yeah yeah but I do like that, like, that, that. it's also been a question the whole game is, like, what is being summoned? What is Sin doing? And, like, you know, all, all of this kind of stuff. And, like, it was all kind of in service of this dream Xanarchand. And, like, now the dream is over, right? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, we see that bubble. We see Titus's face in it. And then when it cuts back to the ship, like, the very first <laughs> thing we get is of Waka looking around, just being like, ooh, how mystical, how magical. <laughs> Real goofball hours over here. Doesn't even yeah. notice that his friend is Marty McFlying right in front of him. Because, like, it, it goes yeah, right from Titus, Titus in the bubble. And then Titus holds out the photograph like, and, like, his yeah. <laughs> He starts fucking up the guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, he's, he, like, the, the bubble with Titus in it kind of just, like, transitions into, like, the scene that we're in where we see Titus, like, you know, our Titus right there in front of us with like Waka like looking around and he looks down at his hands and he starts like becoming like invisible and like holographic holographic yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's really cool looking like it's like he's not just like becoming like like there's a lot of beautiful colors with it yeah and then I I have like not a screenshot but it's still on the uh, YouTube channel I'm, I'm like I have the, the video pulled up with me or whatever mm-hmm. uh, Yuna looks back at him and like the look on her face is just like so like Oh, you son of a bitch. You're going to you do it, aren't you? you yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot believe you. <laughs> yeah, we fucking talked about this, dude. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and then she does, like, a very but, uh, sad, uh, like, quick head shake. Like, no, like, you're not doing yeah, this. I know. Yeah, I know. She's, this, this, she's like, I knew this has been coming for a very long time. We talked about it. I knew you were lying when you were saying that stuff, like, for my like on my behalf. And, like, this shit is not happening. I know. And it sucks, too, because it's like... Yuna did all the dirty work for all of this, and then she just gets like 
the worst luck in return. You know what I mean? Her yeah. reward is that like the person who she loves most is just gone forever kind of it's, thing. It's very so. poetic too, just because it's like up until this point, it was like, she was like, well, this is going to be my role and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. To everyone. She, she like I am terms with her own death that she was not. Yeah. For. Not she the didn't one have to worry about grieving because mm -hmm. right. you don't grieve yourself. Like I'm assuming, but um, yeah, you like, but now she about wasn't prepared for this. Gonna... Oh, wait, we're like, you know, falling for someone and, then immediately having them torn away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It sucks. And uh, yeah, and Titus really says, Yuna, I have to go. I'm sorry I couldn't show you Xanarkin. My planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, oh, this scene is actually extremely sad. And <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you said it. <laughs> but he starts uh, walking away from the uh, the rest of the group, and he says, goodbye. And uh, Walk is like, oh, hey. And Riku goes, we're going to see you again. <laughs> like, And I'm like, I wonder if Riku does know what's going on. And then Yuna runs after him, and like as she runs after him, she like goes to grab him, right? He's and like, like he's getting ready to catch her too. Yeah, yeah, right. He turns around to like catch her and embrace her, and she like phases through him, like he is now a Ghostbusters ghost. Like it's mm -hmm. you know what I mean. He's like he's a hologram. Through he's a hologram. <laughs> And like the facial expressions here are like like oh this is like goodness. this is like the height of the tech like like we've complained before about ca weird character models and stuff but that is not present here at all this is all like completely rendered Dude. and stuff so the facial like you can see Yuna's like when she hits the floor she, could, her, oh. she obviously she expects there to be a solid person there and so yeah. when she walks through him she falls down and just like smacks into the deck right and it does show this close-up on her face that is just like tragic looking yeah like, it and is like so as sad. that happens there's just like this really great shot of titus just standing there with like a beautiful like pastel like green like very vaporwave looking like sky <laughs> behind him and just like pyreflies like floating up yeah right I'm and just like, realizing oh. that the the image of fireflies is very much like evocative of like how Japanese ghosts are portrayed, how they have yeah. like little floating like sprites kind of and flame mm -hmm. wicks kind yeah. of floating around them. I just realized that. Yeah, and it shows yeah, Yuna's like face that Curtis was talking about, and like a firefly is like right in front of her and just like floating up, oh, like it, right in front of her. Direction of this is so good. She's not even like looking at it; she's just like staring off into the distance because she knows what's about to happen. I know. It's, and then there's like the so shot, rough. like. The stat, the the faraway shot of the ship still like just floating on this glowing like orange cloud from yeah. sun exploding. It's so good. But uh, it's like a reverse like sun sunrise. It's really yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, like the sunlight is under the clouds. Yeah, it's really interesting. But uh, she stands, she gets on her feet right, and she just kind of like is looking off into the distance. She's not even looking at him at this point. And then oh oh Carl oh I can't oh I can't I can't deal with it. <sighs> It's too special. She says it like yeah. the same way Titus says, I hate you. Yeah, yeah. She's just very, just like, like, very yeah. quick and like under her breath, like, I love you. Yeah, she yeah. just yeah. says, I, uh, I love you. And it's fucking soul crushing. Which, now that parallel makes me wonder, like, oh, does she mean to say this for a while? Kind of thing. Like, yeah, well, yeah, she I almost wonder. said it in, she almost said it in the sphere thing. I think there was a couple of points where she like, got close to saying it. And like, even like Lulu tried hinting at this, like to Titus, like, before like she's lulu saw all of this happening but like you know she's like okay i can finally tell him but it's too late but it's too late that's the tragedy of it ah my soul yeah and she just like closes her eyes a little bit and titus uh turns around and he also looks just oh destroyed. he looks devastated too yeah 
Yeah, and he, and he just kind of walks up to her, and is very, there's a very like Patrick Swayze ghost moment. Yeah, where he, like he wraps his arms around her and like is like holding her, and I guess like he's still kind of phasing through he's her. Still, like, yeah, he he's doing his best really to make it make sense. Him. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's compensating for it because he can't actually hold her, but like his head is like clipping through her, and that's not because of like bad graphics or anything. It's like very, very yeah, much yeah. like he he like is Blade Runner too, the the new one. I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> But then he, he like, walks through her, and now he's, like, phase, fading in and out in, like, different rainbow colors and stuff. And it shows Yuna, and then behind, Yuna is, like, the rest of the party, minus Oren, obviously. And, and Riku's doing a thing where she's, like, jumping She's, like, up waving, and, like, yeah. Waving she's, like, sending him off like he's going on a voyage. Just like, it's really sweet. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll see you soon. It's, 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 this scene's very sad. Waka <laughs> it, just has his hand on his head, like... Yeah. Th- this dude, like, I know oh, we've talked brother. a lot of shit on, on Waka, but, like, this dude's had a rough life. Oh, you know what? Actually, that is kind of sad back. because, like... <laughs> <laughs> also, like, Waka lost his little brother and then found another dude who's kind of like his little brother to be his best friend, and then he's losing that guy, too. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but Waka realized that, like, the, the core, like, principles that he believed and the thing that made him him was complete bullshit. Yeah. And, like, not only just, like, oh, man, I was stupid for believing that, but being like, oh, I was believing in a thing that was actually, like, actively making the world worse, and, <laughs> yeah. and I was a part of that machine, and I fucking... I'm terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, God, but it's very sad. Then, then Titus... <laughs> Nothing is real. Not even my best friend. <laughs> Titus then takes a running fucking leap off of the fucking Fahrenheit. He just, like, gears up and goes, zoom, and just jumps off the ship. Doesn't got like, swan the clouds, Which I'm guessing, this if if this vision is, like, makes sense, because if, like, sit the cloud under us maybe is just, like, just condensed fireflies or something like that. Maybe it could be what ha- what I almost what, compared like because like inside sin was almost like an inversion of the far plane for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So it could also just be like the byproduct of sin exploding, like because he exploded into kind of like this like mist or whatever this orange. It's mist. like explosion, but it probably feels really like kind of refreshing instead of like burning. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> This is Sin's good time. Leave us leave us a five-star review. Tell us how refreshing you think Sin's byproduct is. <laughs> so Sin got really into essential oils. It smells really nice. He's got a nice little mister, you know, going. Like Litting off hella ohms. <laughs> but That's yeah, so Titus. I'm sorry. They have like little <laughs> containers of it at Lush. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Titus is is just kind of falling, like free falling, still like becoming translucent and stuff. Which and to me is the biggest. Like, I get that like we have no reason to believe that anything will go well because it's a very sad scene, it's a very sad game. But that's still a giant gamble to me because I'd be like, what if we figured out something at the last minute? Yeah, what? <laughs> and if, then Titus yeah. is just in free fall. And he's like, uh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it all kind of comes with like Titus knows, you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I know. Like, I we're, know. As the player, we're like, oh, there could still be a chance or whatever. But like, I feel like with everything, well, no, that I Titus think I'm just a, through, a sarcastic goofball. Oh but. yeah, no, I, I thought the exact same thing though when I first played. I was just like, like oh, ooh, I yeah. hope they don't figure something out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as he's falling, we see what he's falling towards, and it's Brosca, Aaron, and then like a little further behind both of them is Jack. He sees Jack, yeah. 
And we kind of see it from Titus's perspective as he's like going towards them. And like, there's this really awesome scene where you just see Jack kind of standing there and he's like smiling. He's got his kind of shitty face. You yeah, know, he's like, got, he looks kind of handsome in this one. He looks a little less yeah. like banged up. He looks kind has a kind of a Pedro Pascal vibe to him. Yeah, sure. he's like he seems a little younger, I guess. But less like he, you know, like he's not. It's not like a a gentle like smile or anything. It's still very jacked and very like rugged. You know what I mean? But yeah. he's just kind of looking, and he he puts his hand out. And then we see Titus's hand give him a, a fucking high five. A fucking high five. The game ends on a high five. Are you kidding me? It's real good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Or I guess like credits, not the right? whole game, but like uh no, there's one more scene before. Oh, the right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is actually like the last scene in the game. And this I think this part might be like the thing that got me the worst. It's it, it really we just, yeah it like fades out to black and then it's it, it's fading back in and we just see a beautiful shot of the ocean and like the sky and it's a beautiful clear day and there's, we're at Luca right yeah, yeah. there's there's seagulls going on because that's the only time we've seen this many like uh, seagulls and like this pier that she's on yeah yeah and we just hear a piercing whistle and then right, we see yeah. Yuna's eye and it kind of just slowly is it starts to like like like, like pan. At, out to show her and she's just on the dock in Luca whistling like not whistling doing the finger whistle which I wanted to bring up Alex you might have to do a bunch of editing and I'm really sorry <laughs> did anybody else learn how to finger whistle no I did not because I did <laughs> <laughs> so I like over the last couple weeks I've been like trying to get it and I've only gotten it a couple times and it's really hard it's fucking hard to do but mm. I remember like the episode that this came up in Luca I was like all right all of us have to learn how to finger whistle by the end of the series and i did it so i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best real quick to surprising get one. no one i did not do the homework <laughs> but i might not get it because like I'll, I'll sit here and try it for like 10 minutes sometimes and not get one and then sometimes i'll just like get one real quick but here's how you do it okay the, the, this is for the listeners too if you want to do the fucking titus whistle try this kids at home all right so the thing is the reason why i could never do it and I think the reason why people can't do it is because there's actually like a tongue thing happening, right? So like the deal is you want to like kind of roll your tongue back, right? You want to put like the bottom of your tongue on the roof of your mouth. So it's kind of like bent backward. Yeah. And then what your fingers are doing, they're not just sitting in your mouth and like making your mouth wide or anything. You're pushing your, the, 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 bottom of your tongue backwards and that's actually is what is creating the 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 space where the whistle's happening but if you but and you have to like tuck your lips in too you can't have them out so yeah tuck your lips in tongue up on the roof of your mouth and then push the middle of your tongue backward and <laughs> that's how you get it up we just all started throwing up on fucking like, blah. yeah like just two fingers in his mouth he's like i think i can do that <laughs> all right i'm gonna try to do it but i might not get it so alex this might take me like five minutes to get and if i even get any like whoop that'll be it okay all right <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. Fuck, man. I have to like I'm gonna have to like record myself doing it later, or else we're gonna be here forever. 
yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'll do a recording of it later. But I got it a couple times. I can't do it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at an illustration on how to do this. Push tongue back <laughs> into mouth. <laughs> well, oh, are you doing? Okay, I was gonna say I had to do with the the thing or whatever. I it literally makes me feel like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I like how the illustrations that I have here kind of look like it's like a cool gang sign. This is the new <laughs> this is the new Yevin prayer. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I so here's the thing. I really um, did it a couple of times. After we it's said hard. that originally, I was like, I really want to try and do this. I want to try and figure it out. And I was sitting there and trying to. And then I was like, I can't fucking do this. And I also like everyone in my house works from home so i don't want to just be like trying to like make a piercing noise <laughs> so i gave up after like my first attempt god damn it i almost had it i had like a little bit of a whistle anyway whistle. yeah tweet there it is so you anyway it. god damn it scene. now i'm so embarrassed well i'm glad to leave y'all off on a uh <laughs> that's all right I, I didn't beat penance or nemesis so it's fine <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Yeah, but going back to what I was saying. I was saying, so proud of myself, too. Sad. I just want you all to know. <laughs> like, when I finally got it, the first time I was like, those motherfuckers want to suspect a thing. And then I'm like, come and whistle. And then, well, like, this week I've been like, all right, time to practice it some more. <laughs> and it was, like, harder now than it was the first time. I was like, Here's the, the thing, fuck? Curtis. I'm also proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, so she's just at the dock trying to trying to contact Titus, even though like I think she probably <laughs> knows that that's in vain. But it's still it's very heartbreaking. And as she's also doing might be that, like just her like way of keeping his memory alive too, you know? Yeah, for sure. But like this is lost art form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's um she's definitely grieving, and then and then uh, behind her we see Lulu kind of walking up. Yeah, and she says, "Uh, Yuna, it's time." Yep, and like Yuna is like giving a speech to a full packed blitzball stadium right yeah luca so like, stadium is just i guess where everything happens including like yeah, state of the so. Union and shit like that <laughs> yeah so she's defeated sin and so i guess yeah she's like also everybody in yevon is dead now like like actually dead and sent like there's no seymour there's no micah like is she just de facto the head of like the church at I this think point like, thought like this is a little too much for me <laughs> so yeah yeah probably so so like i could see like yuna being like the most important person in the world right now well i mean yeah. even she's the hero like she she is the one yeah, who finally yeah. you know has brought about this this calm like whether it's, it's called the know. eternal calm if you're playing on the ps4 um that uh, no, achievement will uh pop up in the yeah. top right hand corner hell yeah so calm forever um, but she's addressing uh, the crowd and she says, uh, and she's kind of like, is it, you know, it's delivering a big speech. There's a lot of reverb on her voice. It's great. Um, she says, everyone, everyone has lost something precious. Everyone here has lost homes, dreams, and friends. Everybody. Now, sin is finally dead. Now, Spira is ours again. Thunderous applause going on. <laughs> yeah. Now we can make new homes for ourselves and new dreams. Although I know the journey will be hard, we have lots of time. And I like I like that line. That's really good. Yeah, like, as there she was says never that, time to do anything before. As she says that, we see like everyone in the party. Like we see a, sh a shot of uh, Lulu, Waka, and Riku, and they're all like, yeah, you know, 
A new lease very, on life. Like, it's very the end of like Star Wars: A New Hope. Like <laughs> they're all like yeah. standing there, you know. Yeah, Obi Wan um, just died, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, "Together we will rebuild Spira. The road is ahead of us, so let's start out today." And just one more thing: the people and the friends that we have lost, or the dreams that have faded. And as she says that, there's like a bunch of like scenes from the game that that kind of like flash in front of us, and then it like it stops on the scene at. Um, the Makalania Spring, right? Yeah. Like the, oh, the Sateki Dane place. Oh, no, you know. And that kind of like stays there for just a moment. And you hear Yuna just say, Never forget them. Yeah, and even before that, like as she's saying that, like the the delivery of the line, uh, the people and the friends that we have lost, she's saying that, and she's presenting, like she's she's public speaking. She's talking to everyone in the world, pretty much. And she's like, the people and the friends we have lost. And then she goes, or the dreams that have faded. Like she says it like almost yeah. to herself, which is so fucking sad. She's talking about I know, Titus. I know. Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, and that's and that's how the game ends, is on the words never forget them. And like we get credits. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, and that's then, a Final Fantasy X, y'all. <laughs> well, then there's some post-credit scenes, right? There is. There is a there is a Marvel style post-credit scene where Captain America comes and talks to us about uh safety and whatever. <laughs> I think that was how the Spider-Man one ended. I don't know. Spider-Man Far From Home, or Homecoming ended that way. Talking yeah, about, like, right. uh, it was a poll about, like, handling disappointment. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I also really like, um, so, like, it's like we see Yuna after she says that and it fades to black and we just see a pyre fly floating by, which is very nice. But I also like yeah. that in the video that I'm watching that just has the Final Fantasy X HD remaster ending on YouTube, uh, this person who was recording it, like, it's still capturing, like, when their friends come online <laughs> and stuff. So it's just, like, this big emotional <laughs> moment. And it's like, Cabriolet, 21 is now online. It's like, hell yeah. I wonder what they're playing tonight. <laughs> Only hits XZ0. <laughs> Wanderlust underscore has logged in. Also, also the uh, the credits music is really good. Yeah. This is, is the it, orchestral version of Sadeki Dene, right? I think it is, yeah. I, I can't remember if it's either that or it's the... There's like, yeah, on the soundtrack I have, it has like the 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 love scene one, and then they have like the full orchestral version, which is like the... The credits one? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, probably a little it's really too. good. Oh, oh, it's so it. good, y'all. It's really good. Sutekidane. <laughs> it's so good. Isn't it anyway, wonderful? Do we want to talk about the lyrics to this? By the way, sure, we can. Because I don't think we ever pull them up. up. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not probably super. Uh, yeah, there's. It's basically just like a love song, right? Um, yeah. But the last line is uh, the last. I think phrase. No wait, maybe it's actually the. I like that the vocalist on this song is named uh, Ricky, like R-I-K-K-I. And when I saw that, I was like, Riku sung this, what? <laughs> but I think it's the post-chorus, because like, there's the chorus yeah. is, isn't it wonderful we could walk together? I'd want to go to your city, your home, and your arms. Yeah. Uh, but the refrain is, like, I think it's uh, that chest, hold my body, fading in the evening. Is it a dream? Which is yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. 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 That means something different now. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. I, uh, yeah, I like the part of the song Good. where um, it says, "When I was a young boy, my father <laughs> took me into the city to see a marching band, <laughs> and he said, "Son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the sent?" And the sent, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
But then the producer is like, we can't just have a, a female vocalist. We need some like rap vocalist over this too. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, up. they had Corn's the, <laughs> DJ doing that <laughs> in the background. Um, will you defeat what, uh, them, your aeons and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, at the very end, so like the, the final credits come up, we see Square Enix, you know, the, their logo. And then we see some fireflies float by and then we see like Titus again floating in like a black expanse, I guess. This is like a fetal um, position, right? It's like a half fetal, fetal position. position, half killer cannonball form. And then it's like the intro <laughs> to like Ghost in the Shell, right? I don't remember. It starts with the lady droid in a fetal position in water. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it, it reveals that he is in the water. He's sneaking. Mm -hmm. Maybe this was all a dream. Dude, it, it's, it is kind of left open-ended because like he's like in fetal position in the water, but then he like, you know, stretches he looks around and he's he like clearly like up. conscious. He's like he's sleeping he, underwater. Yeah, he like wakes up. He like, like stretches his arms out. And he <laughs> starts to swim upward toward the surface. And then he like swims into the camera and it just says Final Fantasy X across the screen. And it's just like... Good game. That was an FF10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what an FF10 it was. Yeah. And then we get a VN screen. Yeah, which is really nice. So. It's a nice little logo. If this was Nintendo, it would say thank you for playing, but... Thank you so much yeah, where, for playing my game. Where's the uh, where's the and you at the end of the credits? <laughs> <laughs> and viewers like you. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That's FF10. That's all there is to this that's game. It. And I, I guess it does kind of leave it like that last scene is a little weird where it's like, oh, maybe Titus is still alive. And like, I was wondering, is that little post credits thing in the original or was that added later um. for like the international release or something? It, I don't I don't think that it implies or anything that there would be a sequel. I think it might just be like, oh, some things are m mystical, magical, and, you know, you, 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 the player, use your imagination to figure out what happens next. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so I'm checking, I'm checking, like, the non-HD ending from, this This video is up, uploaded on, onto uh, YouTube in 2008. I don't know if okay. that, this is probably, like, the international release, I would imagine, but it, it shows the same thing on the ending. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it like implies that there was going to be a sequel or anything. But now that there is a sequel, I feel like it has a, a bit of a different feeling to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he's at peace. Um, I think is what it's supposed to be. Like whatever, yeah, whatever my, comes after, yeah. whatever comes after death or whatever. He's he's not like maybe. Yeah, it's fine. He still exists somewhere, even though he's like as a memory. Who knows? I that you know I that's was, the I kind of kind message of I think it, is right. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it as like. You know, like since the given the religious, you know, themes of this entire game, it was kind of like okay, well, the faith were just in a set, like, just never-ending purgatory, basically, as like everything was unfolding around them, and now they're finally at peace, which like they're in their paradise, they're in their heaven or whatever, and yeah, like, yeah, you know, Titus has like woken up there and he gets to be with like Brasca and Orin and. You know, I don't know, maybe Unaleska for some reason. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, sure. yeah, the one thing that I think that's like kind of left hanging is like how and why was Jack chosen to like be yeah. the first to come to Spira as like yeah. on behalf of the faith? Like, why did we like it's like the us saying Hulk Hogan? Like, why did we just get like this guy who's kind of like an <laughs> asshole, but yeah, also kind right, of a celebrity? Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> to, like, save the world. Yeah, I guess I didn't yeah. really think of that. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I was trying to, like, figure out with this ending, um, which I, I don't really think 
it necessarily needs that. I think the more like you kind of dissect stuff like this, it's like the, you know, the kind of cheaper it gets in some mm -hmm. ways. Yeah, like sure. well, you don't need an answer to like necessarily every question. Like all the big ones have been answered. Like that. That's a very good question about like what was special about Jack that made him get to Spira. But like my thing was yeah. like, okay, well, how did Titus get to Spira and all of this? And I did do you some know, research and I found a pretty good. It's in his contract, uh, you know, in uh, Dreams <laughs> Anarchy. If like if you like, okay, you have to instead of retiring, we're just gonna fucking kick you out of uh, the dream. <laughs> I um I, I can just say what my dad always used to say when uh I would ask like questions. Not about that kind of game, whatever. kid. It, my dad would always say. As Harrison Ford would say to uh, Mark Hamill, but I was like, "Hey, I, we just came out of the trash compactor. Why is my hair dry?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would always just ask my dad, like, "Oh, well, why did this happen in like this in this movie or whatever?" And he would just go, "Because it was in the script." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I figure it's kind of the same. Probably, I mean, I want to say the same tech, but the same kind of like reasoning of like how do faith become physical aeons that can defeat physical yeah, sure. things it's probably the same thing like if they can like basically make an avatar to like defeat yeah. foes in in spira they could probably like well maybe we don't need a fucking like we don't need a pilot we just like make our own like is, is Titus yeah. inject where they just summons in a way <laughs> yeah so i think like the way that it kind of all shakes out is like faith and aeons are like we're like a part of this like dreamed up world like this uh like Xanarkand at one point was a real place and then just through the act of like the like creating the dream or whatever and creating sin to like go against Bavel or whatever like that is kind of like the that is like the connection between the aeons and the faith because we were saying like the faith were like they well, like kind of chose to like... be su like summoned right well, we, there was already summoning. We know that because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Xanarkand had the summoners, and Bavel had like yeah. the, the mocking summoners. So, like the idea of summoning and having faith, I think, was just always around. Yeah, to some extent. And then I think uh, like what had happened, and and this is also like I did some research and like read some like theories or like just you know whatever canon has come out some since the game. Theory. <laughs> yeah, just read some some marks on this. But, um, <laughs> I read what Marks and Angles had to say about <laughs> FF10. Marks failed it. to consider the dream of the faith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like I think it's like you, Yevin, you, Yevin, in like a way of preserving Xanarkand during like the war with Bevel was to like create the dream through like an act of like a grand yeah. summon so that like basically everyone in Xanarkand was like, okay, we're going to become like a dream so that we can then like become these faith like through the power of summoning. Yeah. It's yeah. all, who knows? Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of thing where like the more, yeah, the more you kind of boil it down, like I feel like it, you know, like. I like to just accept this on its terms and not kind of think like, okay, well, what's the scientific reasoning behind this? Or how like, does how the does... force really work? Yeah, how, it, it <laughs> turns out it was midichlorians the whole time. But you know what I mean? Like, there's no real, in my you opinion, to, you don't you really need to. You have to midichlorinate your pool at least yeah. once a week or else it'll get a gross mold in it. Midichlorians yeah, but... are the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> 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 but um, one, one thing I did see, which was a, a cool... Um, just like breakdown of what happened was like during the Blitzball game that Titus is playing, like when Sin first attacked and brought him to Spira, it was like that was Jekt as Sin after the events unfolded with Aaron and Braska, where like Jekt still had some sentience over Sin. So he was like, okay, I know what I can do. 
I know everything about Xanarkand. Like I, everything kind of yeah. makes sense to me. I'm gonna go there and hope my son can be the one to to do this. And then he shows up in yeah. Xanarkand. Arin is also there because like he was like, hey, go and get my son. I guess before becoming Sin fully. Yeah. So that's why, like, at the beginning of the the game, when Arin is looking at Sin, like, he has some dialogue with him as if he's, like, talking to him. Yeah, yeah. I actually think that, like, it kind of, and again, like, we're, we are, like, analyzing it. We're putting a lot into it at this point. But I think it does make some sense, maybe, in a way, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, if you're the faith, right, and you're like, okay, the dream needs to end. Like, like Sin needs to be stopped. It's, it's time for this to be over. The one who makes the most sense to bring over probably is Jekt, right? Like, he's the one who, like, oh, yeah, he's a fucking, he's, like, the yeah, greatest he, sportsman of all time. It's Space Jam logic, man. They got the best athlete they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Space Jam, like, best this athlete of all just time. Space Jam. We know that he's a fucking drunk, violent dude who will attack a show puff or whatever, a shoe puff. So, like, you know, dude can fucking hold some, he, he can go at it, you know what I mean? He's probably a dangerous dude. It does make sense to like, yeah, Jack is probably the one you want, but then that doesn't work out, and Jack's like, no way, I have a backup, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we can still they actually were using Dreams Anakin to like, we need to create an environment so toxic that we create our <laughs> own, uh, the most unstoppable man. They just would have, uh, if, if they needed to create a, uh, if they needed to create something that toxic, they just would have made League of Legends online. <laughs> yeah, um, so I guess that does make sense, yeah. And it's like, again, I don't think it's super important to be like, well, why did all of these events happen? And yeah, like, there's, right, the, right. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of posts on Reddit that you can, like, read up about, but it's like, you know, th that's the basic understanding that I have of it, where... You know, and to me, it kind of makes sense. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm satisfied. I'm very satisfied. Yeah. 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 Um, but that is FF10. And I think what we should do now is we should take a break, come back, and then what's the opposite of digest? Regurgitate it? I guess. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk like, about it. Remember, from... we were talking about the uh, when they have to leave the dome at, uh, at Luca. Just the, um, the locker rooms, the vomitorium. We're going to vomit. The vomitorium. So let's take a break and come back and uh, we will decompress so we don't get the Final Fantasy bins. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so what do y'all think about Final Fantasy X? Uh, I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, if I got a podcast it. for you, then... <laughs> No, yeah, I've been recommending it to, like, anyone who's like, hey, is that a good one to jump into? Like, I think if you're, like, haven't played JRPGs, like, this is, it's super accessible, but also super exploitable as, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, I will say that. It is very accessible. Like, I, you know, I, I've been playing, like, JRPGs since, I guess, the SNES. Um, so, like, turn-based battles, like, in 7, those are my fucking bread and butter. Like, I am ready for them. Like, give me the ATB gauge. I love it. You know what I mean? But, like, this one probably is an easier place to jump into, you know what I mean? Than having to worry about, like, the timing bar and stuff like that that we had yeah. to in 7. So, like, it might be, like, the easiest to just hop into and get yeah. cranking on it. The turn order, being able to, like, kind of plan, like, multiple moves ahead and stuff like that. Instead of having to, yeah. like, kind of do the math, like, well, this character's moving this often and this often. Like, how can I get these cycles in? You right, just have like right. here's all the order of all the turns given everyone's speed currently, and it's like really cool. You yeah. kind of manipulate the order. It's like a chess game almost. Yeah. yeah so and I instead of like managing like loadouts of equipment and stuff, there's it's very simple. Just one weapon, one accessory, 
and like you just get you know a couple skills on them on on your weapon and accessory and like it, it really pairs that aspect of it down to its bare necessity and the sphere grid is very simple as well like it's not like it's overwhelming when you first see it i'm like oh god but then once you like, once you realize that it's just go forward then like <laughs> it's kind of the same as this game as all uh this game overall which is like it shows a lot of the potential laid out in front of you, but it kind of keeps you on like a pretty nice narrow path yeah. if you want to like yeah. follow it and kind of have kind of cruise through this. But yeah. it gives Whereas you like, lots of flexibility to kind of jump off and do your own thing. Which yeah, and cool. it's yeah. like super balanced in that way as well. Yeah, and like games like seven and eight and nine, like there's there's lots of ways that you can build out structures of teams, um, and. Uh, you know, you know, like your loadouts can be very, very detailed. Where this one is very much just like learn the skill and now you have it. Yeah, yeah I love that weapons just like don't really matter to like your strength or whatever. Because yeah, I'm so used to games yeah. where like I need to get the better sword, but this is like right. no, the swords are just the weapons are just yeah. modifiers. They're just like I need to yeah. be. They're, they they double as armor almost, kind of, or like right. they're kind of the opposite of your armor, which they don't yeah. like change stats. It's kind of change like affinities. Yeah, it's like swapping out like a Pokemon in battle. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now I'm now I have th these like buffs and like these uh things now, but my but character's yeah, still think... as strong as he was before. Yeah, and I think on playing it again now, I I think that you're right about that. This probably is like it might be the best one to start with if you haven't played, especially JRPGs. Like I still don't like I still like most of the other ones better than this one, but. It might be the best one to recommend for somebody's first one, for sure. Yeah, I definitely think, especially, like, if graphics is something that, like, is something that someone gets caught up on, you know? Like, because the, the graphics yeah. in this game Seeing are beautiful. How, they, how the game's aged and whatnot. This game aged yeah, pretty like, well, I think. Like, yeah, I, especially honestly, with the remaster. I, I, have, stuff they've added. I have no problem with the uh, the Final Fantasy VII original uh, graphics. Like, especially with the, the remaster where it's like, yeah, they look goofy and stuff. But, like, you know, compare that to, now. like, old, yeah, like, old, like... <laughs> old like pixel art style like it's the same sort of thing it's like you know it's 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 a part of video game history so yeah, that never yeah. bothers me but i could definitely see newer players I, I can believe that my eight pixel tall characters are real people like i like i'm, I'm ready yeah. to like make that jump in disbelief like i can believe that yeah exactly it's like you know it's it's a stylistic kind of thing and like but i could see people being turned off by that which is a bummer because seven has such an amazing story but like in terms of like it being very accessible for newer players, I think that's very true. And it's been really cool watching Ashwin stream this for the first time because the only experience that she's had with Final Fantasy at all has been Final Fantasy VII Remake. So it's kind yeah. of cool seeing like a new person to like Final Fantasy as a whole going through this in real time and like see how and she's not like looking anything up and like barely asking for any hints, which is super cool. But she'll get into yeah. situations where it's like, oh, if you're familiar with Final Fantasy, this is no problem because, oh, like you know about haste you know that you can like make yeah, your party right. all hasted and, and right. kind of trivialize a lot of it or you know like the final fantasy staples that kind of make oh okay well this is how i i handle battles easier and like right, right. if you don't have that connection and you're just like well i don't really know what that means and you just kind of go through it and play it's like very interesting and there's some parts that like i found no difficulty with and not because like i'm a good gamer or anything like that but just because well I'm like, you oh. are a god gamer <laughs> um <laughs> but just because i'm like like the Evray fight she recently got to and like it shows how 
difficult of a fight that is where like for me I was like oh he's using haste I can just use slow or I can use dispel or whatever and I had to come my back whole, to fight a lot. I was like my whole party's already hasted because the very second Titus got haste I was just you, Titus was yeah, just all the time <laughs> that, yeah. that was just oh okay now Titus gets into battle he casts haste on himself and then immediately casts haste on everyone else and yeah. then so like I didn't even have any kind of issue with that but like I can totally see how someone who has no idea how that that mechanic works being like and like that was her introduction to haste basically where it's like okay yeah. I'm doing pretty well I'm struggling through this fight now this thing is hasting itself and I don't know you know I and I know that like there's many more aspects to talk about ten about other than it just being a starter game in a way but along those lines too like I think that this game maybe more than the rest maybe 12 does but like but 10 more than i think any of the previous ones really puts a accent on statuses right yeah. like mm -hmm. like they're not like that you don't shrug them off in the same way that you can shrug them off in like seven like i could get like every status in seven and be like well as long as i'm not confused like it's all so much dressing. Who cares? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? It's like I can just poison I can or keep toad is like the only thing in seven that's or not poison. Uh, confuse and, and toad is like the only thing yeah. that matters. Like right. you get poison. You're like, eh, I'll deal with that. Like I can just fight through this battle. It's fine. But like yeah. you get poison. And even toad, and, I, like there are some, I think he has like magic or something. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I think you're right. Maybe not. I don't it, know. The point is though, it's not hard to deal with. Whereas like 10, it's like, every status is like this must be dealt with and now <laughs> like this yeah. needs to be i also yeah. think that 10 um tutorializes better than most of the games where it's kind of like yeah it's yeah. very like drip feedy the whole time where it's like oh okay you yeah. come in it here's gives how us you a tutorial out party, party members like, and like it's easy yeah, to kind it, of miss stuff early on like that if you're not like really looking for it but like it'll put you in situations where it's like Here's what you need to do to like, like you have all the pieces that you need to get through this. It's going to be tough, but if you do it the right way, you do it. And like, this kind of leads into like conversations that we've been having in the discord recently of like quote unquote cheese strats. It's like, oh, okay, well this is the cheese strat that you use to take down this boss. And it's like, okay, but is casting reflect on a boss that is continually casting like cure on itself or whatever? Yeah. It's not is cheese. that actually That's what a it's cheese strat or is that just like, oh no, you understand the thing. Th like the bosses always know the mechanics of the game and they're actively working those mechanics to go against you so when exactly. you know their mechanics yeah. and can work against them like yeah yeah back on the, like, the tutorialization yeah it's nice seeing that's on stream because like again ashwin is like very thorough like she actually goes back to like the wii u gamepad to see like if there's like new stuff and I, I never actually like went in there but like oh yeah here's how to take down a behemoth and like yeah walks you through like an actual fight of like and actually like it kind of gets these little like kind of uh techniques in your brain which is really right. handy it's like oh this is really useful like i keep forgetting that this all this stuff is right here like a whole glossary of just like game mechanics yeah yeah um, it is really good cool, about that. cool plays cool moves yeah and that and that sets you up for future final fantasies because it's like especially when you get later on in the game where you're like dealing with zombie strike and shit and like oh my god potions are hurting me now and it's like oh, okay wait can i do that to an enemy like that's just a staple of final fantasy that like there's certain points in other final fantasy games where you're like oh, okay i've seen this before i know how to handle this this boss is no problem yeah versus right. like a first time through where it's like very good at, at like punishing you maybe sometimes like unfairly punishing you with like the unskippable cutscenes, but like another part of that is thinking of the time like this was like the height of technology this is like the yeah. only thing that was like this that was seen was maybe the spirits within right 
So like, why would the developers yeah. be like, oh, people will want to like not have to watch this? You know, I don't. I don't <laughs> right, even right. think it was a thing where they're like, no, people have to watch this because we worked on it. I think it was more so a thing where it's like they didn't really necessarily expect people to like have to go through it so many times because it was such a Maybe. new thing. Um. Along those lines, that's another thing I want to talk about as well, is, uh, like, the plot of this game, right? So, like, this is our... I mean, I, FF1 clearly has a plot, but, like, this is our second Final Fantasy with, like, a a really drawn-out story, right? Um, yeah. And, like, I think it is the most intimate of all the Final Fantasy game storylines. Maybe 15 could probably take it, or mm -hmm. at, least, at least, you know, be on that same level. Um, but it does have, like in a weird way, a smaller scope than a lot of the games. Cause smaller like, emotional scope, at least. Yeah, right? oh, and, and even like distance. Like, I guess we went around the quote unquote world, but like, as far as we know, like, Spira might just be a continent, right? Yeah. Right. Like, it's a very small so like, planet. Yeah, yeah, so like. Yeah, for somehow Sim just ripped like gorges into that we haven't seen <laughs> right. any, any fallout. Yeah. All, every, it just missed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it has, yeah, smaller scale in multiple ways, I think, right? Uh, FF10 has, um, which I think is is good for it. I think it, like that that's a really interesting way to do it, to do a Final Fantasy. Um, I will say one of the things, because like again, like I'm gonna give it so many compliments, but I'm also gonna tell things I don't like so much yeah, about course, it. Yeah, of course, that's what we're here for. One of the things, and, and mostly it's comparative, right? It's not that it itself is bad. It's like the worst song on a fantastic record you know you can only compare it to the songs around it yeah it's like the worst song on three cheers for uh sweet revenge i was gonna, but... I was gonna say it's like teenagers on black parade yeah 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 like it's better than rips. every other song ever what <laughs> it's better than all other songs that any other band has ever written but it's the worst one on black parade <laughs> yeah 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 someone's gotta be the worst you know <laughs> but uh it's, I think it's slow. I think it's the slowest Final Fantasy. Um, like, before... We're halfway through the game before we're even allowed to customize weapons. Mm -hmm. Like And, I like, the cutscenes are long. And, like, there's a lot of, like, piddling around before I get to do things. Like, if I just want to, like... If I just want to open up and play some Final Fantasy, like, you don't get to really play 10 until you're at, like, Meehan High Road. Like that's yeah. the first time we get to run around and fight some things and have a little bit of an adventure. I guess like, you could like fuck around on B Sade for a while, like after you've gotten Yuna, right? I guess so, yeah. You <laughs> get little tutorial fights and stuff. But like yeah, it's like there's not enough to like dig into at that point until you get like most of your party and you can do some switching out and stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just it's just kind of the interesting pacing of the story, which I kinda of like that kind of mm. slowly uncovers things and focuses a lot on like character development and like personalities and stuff without even like yeah, yeah we meet or we meet titus and then we meet oron then we meet waka like all independently like then, yeah and then we like and then we meet lulu and then we meet you know or something like that like or the other way around. and then we meet oran yeah, like, <laughs> again and, like it's just yeah it's just kind of like there's a lot of space in between but we kind of get to know everybody yeah and, and yeah. then they start kind of clashing into each other and start finding out everyone's like i don't know weird quirks and like backstories and like yeah, yeah flaws and like strengths which is always the, really cool this game does have the best like inter-party um uh story i think you know like uh, it, it draws that stuff out a lot better because like one of my i mean 
the one I keep saying is the best, FF8, right? Tell me how like any two characters feel about each other. How does Zell yeah, how feel do, about Selfie? They don't really talk to each other. How does like, Irvine feel about Quistus? Yeah, it's like... Mm. Yeah, they don't talk to each other. Who knows? Like, yeah. FF9, how does Amarant feel about Quinna? I don't think they share one word to each other the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> this definitely... But, like, like, I, I know exactly how everybody feels about everybody in ten. Yeah, the, the characters are really what make Final Fantasy X so good. Like, the, the combat, the gameplay, very good. Um, but, like you were saying, it, it's all, like, the characters. Like, I, I think the reason this yeah, game is agreed. so beloved, aside from the fact that the combat fucking is super fun and it's very fun to yeah. just play on that, on those terms, is the characters. Like, yeah. I, I feel like weirdly, in the, in the same way that we were talking about how it's kind of a slow start or whatever, I think it's more like... A drip feed so it takes longer for things to really pick up and when they do you're like oh yeah. fuck now it's like an unstoppable train until the end unless you're doing like side sure. quest stuff which yeah is, right don't. that's almost like another game <laughs> yeah but like in that same respect i feel like in terms of what we were saying where you could like fuck around on Besaid or whatever and like fight monsters and stuff like i feel like it's there's like not really rewarding yeah, yeah it's not like rewarding early game with grinding not that like any final fantasy necessarily is but i feel like this one's like less yeah. rewarding with that especially when you get like later on into the game and you're like oh okay well i can just like easily get to where i want to be on the sphere grid with like minimal yeah. like effort kind of i mean also not really I, minimal I, effort because it takes a lot of prep to get to that point. But. Yeah. I also think, like, they... I think it's just the nature of the beast in some ways to have the battle system that FF10 does have it has to kind of trade something away because like the battle system is fucking fantastic I love how like puzzly it is and how it's kind of like a thinking man's battle but to do that you kind of have to get rid of like the visceral aspect of like six seven eight nine and I guess five where they have like the speed you know what I mean like you need to input your thing now like because enemies will get turns if you're not doing it yeah like so like you trade that Unless speed you said to away. Wait. Yeah. True. Unless you set it to wait. But even then, if you don't go into the menu, it's not waiting. Like, you know what I mean? Uh. Like you still have to at least like start menu diving before the ATBs will stop. Unless it's eight, in which like case some menus cause it to stop and some of them don't. And you'll just have to figure out which one's which. Yep. And it makes no sense, because that game rules. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. So like that, that's the thing about it, is that like I personally don't have the most fun time always playing 10, but whenever I do play 10, I'm always just reminded that like, yo, the strengths of this game are the weird puzzle battles and the writing. The writing is just so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm big sucker for just well-written stories and like yeah. that it can kind of I don't have to play too long or too hard to kind of get more story. Yeah. Which is nice, but I can also just take my time playing forever yeah. if I want to just yeah yeah um i really like this game kind of in it does a lot of things that a lot of games or rpgs i've played don't do a whole lot maybe i could be mm. wrong you're a character who isn't a warrior you're not a fighter and like yeah. the world you're from isn't even that kind of world even it doesn't seem like yeah yeah but then like the characters you meet there's not just history in the world which most rpgs have like there's already history in like your party members interacting with each other yeah. before you even meet them one one by one like i feel like there's a lot of rpgs where you just like you meet a new character you figure out the deals and then they just join the party yeah you all have a common <laughs> yeah. goal but like you get here like you're just kind of like walking in on this kind of this family like 
riding the coattails of this yeah. family. In, instead like, of like, what is this new guy here? Like, we're kind of doing our own thing, and like, we've been working on this thing yeah. for decades. I mean, it's, it's interesting it's, to say that because, like, you're right. RPGs are always like characters joining you because you have a common goal. But really, in this game, because I guess like the main character, we are supposed to be Titus. Nobody is joining. We don't us. have a common goal either. Like, I want to get home. You guys can do your own well, thing. I just everyone is I'm joining. Just tagging along. Yeah. Everybody's joining Yuna, Lulu, and Waka. That's their quest. Like everybody's joining their party. <laughs> I think. I think that's one of Yuna the is biggest the hero strengths. In her world. Yeah. yeah. This is the hero in his world, but he's like, it takes a while for him to kind of, kind of yeah. wrap his head around that for a while. I think that's the biggest strength, and I think that's such a good, uh, like, just creative decision that the 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 writers made of this game because, like, every other game you play as like the the silent protagonist kind of in some ways yeah. like you're not the one talking most of the time the story's kind of unfolding around you and like because of you and like with this that's what final fantasy games are you know you're like oh i'm cloud and this is cloud story and this is how it all works and like oh i need to save these people or whatever but with this, this it's is like your story yeah and the whole the, the whole dies. game they're still just gonna go do the same thing they were planning on doing. Nothing, the nothing whole, changes. Yeah, the whole game is like Titus being like, "This is my story." This, and in a lot of ways, it is. But like, there's a certain <laughs> and point in a lot in the of game, ways it's not. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's a certain point in the game where you're like, "Yeah, Titus kind of doesn't really matter all that much." <laughs> right, like he, right. he like, does. The will still happen. Like mm -hmm. Yuna will die, but like. Like, like he's he's funny. integral. If he didn't show up, like the calm would have happened. Yeah, like, he's he's integral to like bringing out the the, the eternal calm and like saving Yuna and all of that. But I think that's another really brilliant thing that they did because it's like at this point in development, like of the Final Fantasy series, Final Fantasy VII was already legendary. Like the big twi like the the twist that happens yeah. in that with Aerith, like everyone kind of already knows. So then, like when you get to that point in Final Fantasy X where you're like, wait. What is the final summoning? And Titus like freaks out because he's like, everyone knew, and we were just like taking her to slaughter, and like no one like told me and stuff. And you're like, oh okay, Final Fantasy's being Final Fantasy again. They're killing like a beloved female character or whatever. They're fringing like, again. <laughs> yeah, like and and you're like getting ready. You're like bracing yourself for that. But it's also and funny, it's just like, completely flipped. Knew, and I didn't know that this character was gonna die. I feel like a total idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like and and which is funny too because it's like that's a really like Titus is a really good link between the ca the character like the uh, the game and the player. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're on the outside of that for most of it. Like all of these characters already, like we were saying, have their own motivations, have their own lives. It's all going to happen with whether or not we're a part and of in, it. Or... In relationships with each other, which I think is really yeah. What, yeah. what makes this work really well is everyone has like opinion on each other. Everyone has has grown up together or has been on the other side. Like yeah, the whole thing with like walking the Albed and growing up with Lulu and Chapu and like and then like. Okay, we're gonna help you know in this thing because I want to make Spear a better place for a little longer. It's yeah. it's really cool. Um, yeah, I just think we're it's just so there good. To break the cycle. It's cool. Yeah, and I I just think it's so good that it's like you're expecting this to be a Final Fantasy game where you are the main character, and all along you're not. I tell you what, if you like that, you're gonna love Twelve. Hell yeah. <laughs> we get there. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get play a game where like at the end of it we're gonna be like, so we could have just not been there the whole time <laughs> i i love shit like that it's like it's so it's it's kind of like when you realize like the truth behind i mean like fuck jk rowling obviously but in terms <laughs> of like storytelling of harry potter sure. i really liked how in that series you 
always hear about how everyone loves Harry Potter. He was the chosen one. He was, you know, the, and you think about it in terms of like fate and destiny and stuff. And then it's like, oh no, he was the chosen one just because like events unfolded around him. And if it wasn't him, it would, would have been Neville. Like it could have <laughs> yeah, easily true, been yeah. anyone else. It just happened to be him. So like, that's not what makes a hero, like being a chosen by the fates or whatever, you know? Yeah, but right. I can't. Or I, thing too, you know, where like yeah. it's 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 funny, like oh yeah, the butterfly effect, you know, like this whole movie wouldn't happen if it weren't for the fucking like droids making it to the stupid desert planet. If it uh, weren't yep, for Jar Jar exactly. Binks giving emergency power to the Chancellor. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Republic. I love democracy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also just want to make sure that it's it's stated abundantly clear. Fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. It's about time a podcast. Always put her be rolling. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Final Fantasy X. What a game. Yeah, it's a really I good game. I already started playing a little bit of X2 because, like, I just. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hooked on this world. It's really fun. Um, I might still just grind and, like, actually try to do all the the uh, extra bosses now that I, I was have, thinking uh, that uh, too strength now i feel like we should have taken a hiatus and then come back to actually <laughs> when everyone actually has done all the final dude i knew i knew how long it was gonna take that's why i started like weeks in advance <laughs> dude <laughs> i i fucking started weeks in advance because i i knew that you weren't kidding around with that and even still <laughs> i was like oh my god like because most of my that time actually working on this podcast not yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that, and, that and brings up thing a good is that, like, point i'm always though, like, like we can we can talk about playtime because I don't think we did that yet, right? Oh yeah, what what was everybody's play? Because this game doesn't have levels, so we can't say what level we're at or anything, yeah. right? But so, we can say playtime. I was decently through the the sphere That's grid with Arin. Yeah, I was recently through uh, through the sphere grid with Arin, Titus, and Yuna. Um, by the time of my end like game fighting sin and all that, my playtime was eighty five hours uh, sixteen minutes. It was nice. pretty good, like around around what I would expect for a Final Fantasy game, the way that I play them and how, you know how yeah. how much dicking around I do in it. But <laughs> that does not include the the save file that I had for all of the penance prep <gasps> oh. and stuff, which was a hundred and fifty three hours Jesus. and five minutes. Oh my god! And like, if I look on uh, like my Switch to see the the full playtime, because that doesn't count if you got a game over and you have to go back, and you know that's just in game time. Yeah, uh, it's it's over a hundred and fifty hours for, uh, for oh what boy. I spent on Final Fantasy X. I was gonna say like when you first gave me that original time, I was like, yeah, that sounds about right because what I'll give you is my my penance completion time, right? Yeah. Because then after that, I just loaded up the save where I'm right in front of. Braska's final Aeon and I just go fight him. So like I don't really even need to count that. Uh so my penance completion time, that is having been all the way through sin, doing everything, coming back, beating all the super bosses, beating penance, was eighty three hours. So yeah. like when you first said like eighty something, I was like, Yeah, that sounds bell, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah, my file is uh eighty seven hours. Eighty seven yeah. hours. So yeah, I'm it sounds sure, like, like a few of those is just AFK while I'm working, letting oh maybe yeah, letting uh, you know just bonk dingoes forever. <laughs> I mean, this game's got fucking content to it. You know what I mean? I will say this. Actually, let me give let me let me throw one more piece of shade at fucking FF ten. And again, we've only done three Final Fantasies, so it might not be fair at this point because we just don't have the 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 whole picture. you know you know the breadth to pull from. Worst mini games thus far. E easily, <laughs> easily, no fucking question. I'm terrible. And I feel not like this only is that, like, a, like the, as 
this is kind of a thing with like and like i think about it a lot with like current game development like oh yeah this game took like maybe two years to make or whatever like now yeah. games take like five years because of just how much like detail yeah, yeah. And labor goes in it but at the same time like i think about old games like okay it was easy to make mini games back then because it took about it was just as hard to make those as the rest of the game like is that's about <laughs> yeah, as much sure. polish like a, a mini game ff1 or two like yeah would probably be like hell yeah a mini game and like this game sure. I got a game inside my game this rules it's like when uh, <laughs> animal crossing came with like a ton of oh, like nes games the best the, and now they and even and then they realize they want to sell you those so then they're not in the new ones <laughs> yep well even like some things in 10 are not mini games that i'll almost call them any games sometimes like a lot of it's side quests too i think are just like needlessly tedious yeah like, like getting the fucking god 10 hand. of everything from every area how just, about you know, not only is that kind of an afterthought like i kind of wish they like thought about like yeah Listen, it know, does, like, it's, thinking about that stuff from the from the get-go so they can kind of like yeah. make it like more user friendly like a lot of like even the chocobo race is like hey like what if we did this to unlock this yeah. thing i'm like here's fuck you that's just <laughs> that's just i want to i want to touch on the the capture mechanic because i love that mechanic i think that's a really great incentive yeah. to yeah. go back and revisit areas however yeah. i think it's fucking bullshit that they introduce it at the like basically for all intents and purposes like the Beginning last the, third act. the last area that you're gonna get to it's yeah, like yeah. after that's like gagazette you know kind of gagazette xanarkand and that's it but yeah it's like like wh yeah. why not just have that guy in kilika right like on your way out and he's, he's at the fucking travel agency or somewhere that you talk to him and he says oh hey it's like, x2 and they show you that like that's the, the second tutorial i get yeah like, like it should be like, like your monsters like hell should, yeah well that be, that was added for the uh the the remake oh, oh okay. that's not that's not in the original ps2 one that that should be like it should be in Kilika. that guy's like oh hey i run a monster ranch uh like uh, in a faraway land but i lost all these monsters here i'm gonna my favorite dressing i'm gonna sell you <laughs> these items so that you can help me round them up so that Sure. way as you're going along you just kind of can do it if you want but you don't really have to so that way when you get to the point where you actually that's a meaningful thing you don't have to go oh, okay let me go to the airship let yeah, me yeah. go to besaid let me fight all of these enemies again it's like it, it, at that, least, that's bullshit i would have at least like them to have a way of keeping track of how many you've captured yeah, yeah i mean until absolutely. it tells you like you've reached your limit which is like oh cool i've got 10 of each now yeah but like again could just be like the time that the game was developed and we were spoiled i was kind of gonna say that babies. like i was gonna say that because like we are like looking at it uh retroactively right so like we're able to kind of be like oh you know it should have had this or it should have had this which it probably should have i think that we're right but like, there's a lot of quality of life things that could be added to it even yeah. in like at a the remaster. same time i don't make video games and it looks real hard yeah no absolutely <laughs> like no shade to like the developers or anything but just like in yeah, terms of right. me being a picky asshole because i have a podcast and i can do that um <laughs> it, it's like yeah, yeah. you know like and, and who knows like if it was developed today maybe they would have included that maybe it would have been a thing where yeah. it's like instead of having to go to the airship like i get the inclusion of an airship because it's a final fantasy staple but like it doesn't really How function the way an airship does where it's like just this we can fucking warp to the sphere pool and play blitzball from almost any safe sphere <laughs> right why not just have a warp feature there so that it's like you don't have to go through three fucking screens just to get to that mushroom rock road so you can find the one monster Add that you, like the location selection to the yeah. the menu yeah it's like of. it's fu functionally the same or, thing you know or how about making 
the fucking winnable chocobo race time not 0.0 yeah how about not making it 200 <laughs> fucking lightning assholes. Dodges with or, lightning dodges or why if not you just want do to, it doesn't have to be consecutive yeah, it yeah. could be either 200 consecutive or 1000 dodged total because it's going to be around yeah, the same yeah, yeah like and you won't feel like kind of just like they reward you for the time you put into it not the like yeah the streaks which is like why I like the riku ones and like the Orin ones like cool i just need to do enough stuff yeah. and i'll get it i don't have to like lose progress and get fucking mad at the game yeah or you could do like obviously they're like there are ultra rare items like there's like the dark matters that you can use to like fuse a ribbon right have a 200 lightning dodge prize have it be the dark matters have right? it have it be a thing where you can get dark matters that way instead of having to like bribe or exactly know, or farm mo really difficult monster arena things to maybe get a drop of it or like yeah. steal of it um and just like i mean again being very picky about a game that came out fucking 20 years ago but um I, I feel right. like the only way that you can kind of look at this this shit that's included in the game and is not like it's not really the end of the game like you said Alex it's the the beginning of the uh, the third act it's it's good to look at that shit as new game plus it's good to look at hey we have this sure, here yeah. go and finish the story because you're pretty close to that you can go through and do that and then if you want to keep playing this game that yeah like because yeah. when this came out it's like especially because it's the 10th in the series like of course that's all anyone's gonna want to do for like months is play this game so when you get yeah. through the story then you're like oh i wish there was more to do oh there is more to do so if you look at it that way fantastic because yeah, it, you will dump almost double the amount of playtime into just doing the side stuff which is very cool but again a lot of it is very tedious and not really worth it yeah and like, it feels say, like uh, the development was like oh yeah like it's like they interviewed kids on the playground. I think I said this before, but like it, it, it feels like a lot of the celestial weapon shit or, or, or just some of the shit in this game is just like, oh yeah, you can find Mew under the truck. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. But it's like actually the case. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, how do they right. think of this shit? At least the internet was around during this. Like true. Yeah. true I was true, like true. doing research and stuff and it was like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of like, what, when was it? 1998, I think it was like when episode one Star Wars trailer dropped and it was like a postage stamp size like quick time video. <laughs> so <laughs> there awesome. was definitely like discussion forums for this game, I know. Um, also, yeah. like I think it came out like almost like a year before like it came out in the US. So like it's localization is a lot different back then too. So there's probably like lots of murmurs right. and discussion oh, yeah. of... Yeah. So there's probably stuff out there like, hey, here's how you beat this thing before the game even came out because there's a bunch of <laughs> Maybe so. localizing it themselves. <laughs> right hell yeah but um wow it's a cool game it's a cool, cool game. game the story's amazing game. i i i love i do uh i won't this say is i a, love still sakaguchi isn't it it is yeah i'm pretty sure let me look that up i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure we keep like we keep saying the fucking number all the time and i think it's sakaguchi but i'm gonna see exactly who but yeah i it just reflecting back on how i felt about titus at the beginning of the game versus how i feel about him now is pretty cool because it's like i still don't think he's the strongest like final fantasy character he's he's a doofus but like a him being a doofus is kind of the point you know what i yeah. mean and it's like i think it i think his story is really cool and like his character development is also really cool but again at the end of the game for me like when 
when the big twist happened, it's like, oh my god, Titus is a dream of the faith yeah. and he's disappearing. I wasn't sad because Titus was disappearing. I was sad because Yuna was sad. You know? Yeah, what I mean? right. Maybe right. That's they do just, a really good job of making you care about them. Maybe that's just me, but it's like, yeah, like it's not like it's not like other games where characters like, you know, die or whatever and you're you're upset because that character is gone. Like, at least yeah. for me. It was more so like, oh, I'm sad that my friends are sad about this, this sad thing that this happened. This was a Yoshinori Kitase game, by the way. Oh, wow. Speaking of, I wonder how fucking confusing it would be for the people who just finished Final Fantasy X and saw the, po the post-credits scene of Titus. And then the next year, Kingdom Hearts comes out and like... Titus is a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he went. He went to Kingdom Hearts. That's what the end of the game is. <laughs> uh, man, what a game. Also, I think on the uh, on Steam, I think if you're playing the HD remake or actually remaster of 10, I think one of the achievements is to max out every single character's sphere grid. <laughs> yep. Which, good lord, man. <laughs> it that's took me a kind long of, time to do three. That's the kind of thing where, like, if I got fired from my job or something <laughs> and I needed to try and maybe make, like, Twitch a thing that could, like, yeah, bring right. money in, I would be like, okay, Platinum here's what time. I'm doing for my nine to five for the foreseeable future is going yeah. to be doing this. Like, right, getting every right, achievement right. on this, like... Yeah. So if you want to uh, see me man. do that, just get me fired from my job and uh, yeah, we'll it. make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so man, uh, Sakaguchi was an executive producer on 10, it looks like. Okay, I know that um, I was reading a interview with Sakaguchi uh, where he was like, yeah, I like to be called producer, it's fun. We're like, <laughs> like they used to be like co-directors on games and eventually they like broke it apart to where one was director and one was producer, even though they were both essentially doing the same thing. Yeah. This could be us, but you playing. Like, yeah. That's like the that's the power couple right there. That's my fucking uh my ideal relationship. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Kitase and Sakaguchi. Hell yeah. Um Yeah, man, that's really all I have to say about FF ten, I think. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. It good. It good. Good game. It good, you should play it. Hell yeah. And any other opinions will be on the Discord, I'm sure, or Twitter. Yeah, or yeah, just tweet at us or something if if we didn't cover. Hey, Twitter FF10 sucks. What do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> you know, it's a really bummer they didn't make a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Okay, there's two games. I'll, I'll say this in relation to ten. Two things that I'm very excited about, or maybe three. I think maybe. Let's put it this way. Okay, I'm excited about how we think about ten when it comes to the relationship between it and ten two. Because obviously there's sequels, so it's going to be interesting to look at that. It'll be interesting to look at 12, because that's the one that's next, right? Um, and I guess 11 is next, technically, but that's the online game, so like, yeah. So 12's next. It'll be really interesting to look at how, like, I think those games are wildly different. Like, they are, like, on two extremes. Um, and then for me, I think the most 10-like of the rest of the games is 13. Because mm. it also is start at one part of the world and then walk to the other side like they they're both the same kind of storytelling but do it very differently so that'll be a, like a really interesting one to talk about interesting uh, speaking of which that's all the time we have for today so thank you so much everyone for listening 
<laughs> I think we're are we doing a about a month or two hiatus? What are we, yeah. what are we thinking? Yeah, yeah so we'll I do want to we'll... talk about the hiatus really quick. We're gonna talk about um so the next game we're doing is gonna be Final Fantasy 16. We're gonna be on a hiatus <laughs> until that game drops. We're very excited for it. We're gonna be building up the hype. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, what, what what should people expect? I, I imagine a couple weeks before we actually come out with our first episode of the next season, we'll like announce it on Twitter, so it won't yeah, be out I mean, of nowhere. It'll be a month, maybe a two months. We'll see how we feel. It's a long fucking season. <laughs> it's a long game we're about to play. But uh, about, ooh, I mean the one we just did. <laughs> this was a long no, season, I I'm, and thinking about like reformatting how we release the podcast um, mm-hmm. in terms of like episode length and. And stuff like that because it's a lot it's it's a labor of love it's a lot of work to put out these episodes sure. especially the quality that i've cornered myself into doing <laughs> but now you I fool edit audio for a fucking job because i did that so it's came to bite me in the ass <laughs> 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 we'll elaborate more on uh i think when that when that first episode drops we oh. may. It sounds like we may end up doing something in the interim. Maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. We'll have more we have information. A, we have a lot of ideas up in the like because uh yeah like Advent Children is gonna come out like this summer so like maybe we'll do something about that. We don't. know. Yeah. Yeah. The remaster, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. The 4K remaster with complete and uh, incomplete. We're gonna be dissecting every version. single one of those K's. <laughs> um. Speaking of 4K. But without the K. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say that for, Alex? I don't know, Curtis. Um, I think... Curtis, at the beginning of this the this season, when we kind of landed on what game we were doing next, I think you had like a joke that you wanted to tell. I did have a joke I wanted to tell. And yes. it went a little something like this. So we've done three seasons of Final Fantasy, and we've learned a lot about the series at this point. We've like learned who is behind Final Fantasy. Alex hadn't played Nomura. any, so he's he's yeah, no more. <laughs> Alex hadn't played any, so he's learned what a Final Fantasy is. Right? We like it. You know, it started in the, the fucking nineties. So we've learned when the Final Fantasy is. But the thing that we don't know is what a Final Fantasy is for. Alex, what's a Final Fantasy for? Uh, it's Final Fantasy 2 in the US. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> We're not doing 8 again. We're not doing 8. Another uh, good way to bait everyone would be like, We're doing Final Fantasy 8. Divided, divided by, by two. Final <laughs> Fantasy 2. Yeah. Therefore. Which is still kind of Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah we should probably Final... explain which Final Fantasy 4 we're doing, right? Oh, no, there's only one Final Fantasy 4, but there's multiple Final Fantasy 2s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do the one with Cecil. If you see, if you, if you see a Dark Knight, that's, that's the one. Take the turn there. Um. Yeah, we're, 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 we're gonna hang out with Sideshow Cecil. Yeah. Oh, God, are we gonna do this? Cecil or Cecil, how, what is it? Uh, I think it's, uh... Uh, Cecil, right? Cecil with a th. <laughs> See in the yeah, I think it's Cecil. I was just Cecil. saying Cecil because obvious Simpsons. Um, <laughs> I think in the DS version they say Cecil, or maybe I always Cecil. heard it Cecil because I knew somebody I think it's who. Cecil. 
or Cecil, I'm sorry, because I knew somebody who was named that, and that's how he said it, and so okay. I was like, oh, I think it's Cecil. But anyway. Um, yeah, just look at Final Fantasy IV, and uh, you'll see that it's also known as Final Fantasy II in the U.S. because of... Uh, because... That's the, first, the second that's one how, that came out in the U.S. That's how games were <laughs> right. back then, which was the style <laughs> at the time. You see, uh, Mario 2 is actually Doki Doki Panic. The 80s and 90s was a weird time for localization. Yeah, so Final Fantasy IV is actually Final Fantasy Doki Doki. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and then you got Final Fantasy 2 is actually called Final Fantasy The Lost Levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nomura was like, okay, I want to make this like for super players. It's going to be really hard, and people are going to love it, and it's coming out in the Famicom Disk System. And then he was like, oh, this is way too hard for those dipshits in America. So uh, Koji Kondo is working on that other game, uh, Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, yeah. throw that. <laughs> they won't know the difference. I'm really excited to do 4 because it was the first video game. It was the first Final Fantasy I played, and it was the video game that I played that I immediately was like, Mom, Dad, you have to get me a video game system. Like, I need to play the rest of this game. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so I'm, like, very, very excited to talk about it. Um, and we'll have our, our first episode of next season, the way we're, I'm planning it, is that we'll have an episode talking about all the versions because there are so many versions of 4. Um, but if you are trying to get ready for the next, if you're going to play along with us in the next season and you're like, well, what one should I get? Which one are they going to talk about? Tentatively, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to try to play both an old version and a new version. So I think I'm going to do like original two and like the DS version or the steam version as well. I think I'm going to um, do something similar. Um, yeah. I haven't landed exactly on what I'm going to do, but I'm going to discuss it with the guys, obviously, and make sure it makes sense. But I think I'm going to treat this season a little differently than I did with 10, where I didn't really play much of 10 before going through it. I think this time during the break, I'm probably going to play through one of the versions, maybe sure. one of the older ones, and then... As we go through the season, I'm going to play through one oh, of the newer versions. Idea. So that way, it's still pretty fresh in my mind. It's still a new experience, yeah, yeah. and I can kind of talk about the differences. And I'll already kind of know going into it what we're talking maybe about. I could, maybe I could do that, but do the opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> play like be... the Steam version, and I'll play the original one. I will say this. The there original are like one... basically three-ish versions, right? Like I'm talking about like in terms of like... Because the, the Steam version is like a port of the DS remake. Right. There's the SNES version, which more or less, I think from what I've seen, looks very similar to like the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah. And then there's like the PlayStation slash PSP version, which is which like, has like the updated graphics. They're and... like it looks more 16-bit, or I guess it's 16-bit, but it's like it's a much more prettier, high like higher res like sprites and stuff. The the SNES version that we got is a shadow of what the actual game is though i will say that like they were like what if we just get rid of like half of the items and just reduce all the boss hps by like half and like what if we like, put Birdo in this game <laughs> that game like i did a, like a casual playthrough of of like two the two rom that the snes one and i think the whole the game casually took me like 16 hours like like comparatively to what we just did was 80 you know what i mean like it's it's a it's fast it's a breeze mm -hmm. so anyway the point is choose whichever one you like the best and we'll probably touch on it or at least something similar to it the story is pretty much the same in all of them there's going to be some difference in dialogue and items um, and uh i think in the 
the the 3D version, which I found there's a character named Naming Way who can like name rename Cecil. He's in all of them. He's in all of them. Oh, he is. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Now there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, that'll be the next one that we do. I'm incredibly excited for it. Um. And I also like to just like thank everybody who listens to us and like yeah, tweets seriously. at us and everything because like y'all make it really fun to do this and like i was getting like butterflies the last half of this episode being like oh my god we're gonna announce the next one because <laughs> like I, it becomes such a big deal it's a really fun thing to do with you guys yeah it's also been really fun just kind of seeing uh people like guess which which of the yeah. games i don't think at the time of recording this <laughs> i don't think anyone has guessed that we're doing four well, no, your challenge to everybody hasn't come out yet that, that, comes out that tomorrow. is <laughs> also true but i think um shout outs to tyler in the discord i know that like he i think every season so far he's been like you guys are definitely doing eight next and like yeah. in like <laughs> a, a twitch chat <laughs> or something and i just like mentioned something in passing about eight because obviously and he just like added me and was like so like eight confirmed for next season right i just think <laughs> I, I purposely didn't answer something like one day one day but yeah we'll be uh it'll be all paladins and dark knights for a little while yep fun 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 let's fucking go i'm excited about it i'm very excited about it Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure to do this season with y'all. I don't know what I'm going to do in the interim. <laughs> yeah, right? Play a lot more Final uh, Fantasy. <laughs> I'm going to record some music. Um, That's my plan, too. I, yeah, might, I might try and do that as well. My band's going to hit the studio since we're all vaccinated. Yes. Good. Must be um, nice. Is there anywhere we can go to like hear your band's other stuff? Oh, so yeah, this is great because uh, Robert, who's kind of the brainchild, has been kind of he during quarantine he's a little guilty about uh promoting the album because he's like people need money more than i do um mm. but yeah go to thehumanfly.bandcamp.com if you'd like to hear a band and there's a beautiful album robert did in quarantine called a bottle of the milk in the eye which is i had no no i had no hand in this album particularly because we've all been in quarantine but uh we were about to hit the studio to record a, a new album as a full band and i'm really oh, excited yeah. um to do that here uh, i think we might even worked with uh past guest uh mark because we're gonna be going to headroom yo nice. hell yes headroom's awesome headroom's great and mark is awesome but speaking of i think i'd like to give a shout out to all our past guests as well who decided to come on and mark yeah was our, mark was our first guest of the season yep hell yeah uh, mocap on a boat which is a good time that's right <laughs> that's when we were still recording socially distance in a warehouse mm-hmm which that warehouse is no longer uh, an option anymore. It is out of the picture. Oh, damn. <laughs> they Dang. don't pay for it anymore. Yeah. The, the last time I walked out of there, I didn't realize it would be the last time. And Yeah. <laughs> say goodbye. I, I guarantee that dead rat under the stairs is still 100% there. <laughs> the dream of the space is over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Mr. Zwanzig for coming on multiple times. Of course, the first mm -hmm. time being a uh, talk about Blitzball. Uh, Darmok for coming on. Uh, four times maybe yes four times. <laughs> the absolute legend she's great um having our ps2 correspondent uh thank you again to ninnies uh and cory <laughs> she calls in and she's like yeah he lives in the original ps2 one i don't know what i'm <laughs> talking about <laughs> <laughs> what uh cory for being our uh transit and uh urban planning expert mm -hmm. shoe puffs uh, thank you to Aaron for coming on for the first time and uh, to talk about Guau Salam and Ghost Dad and again later to fill out uh, our unscented episode with Mike. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Quail. That was a really fun time. Uh, thank you to Justin Taylor. Uh, of course. For, 
A being on and B, of course, just supplying the music for this uh, the theme music for the season, which always thank you for me. riffs. Thank you for the riffs. And thank you to uh, Heather and Nina for coming on for our Sudeki Danae episode, which was so good. That was so did, good. Did we mention our first guest ever that came back? Right after that was Ali. Hell yeah. Yes. That was, uh, you were from a roastery, right? And of course, we uh, thank you to Mutski Camper as well. Yep. Being our other guests. Newest Hell yeah. guests on the season. This was a stacked season in terms of guests. That was <laughs> unbelievable. Thank you so much to everyone who was on. It was it was an absolute season was blast. lousy with all stars, <laughs> legends. All all these aeons. <laughs> all, all these aeons. Yeah, this now is Alex sadly sending all the guests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So somewhere, all these people are like, "What the hell?" And they're like dissolving into fireflies. <laughs> Man. I'm like, I'm like sad. I don't want to do the sign off. I don't want to do it. Uh, it's been, it's been, <laughs> it's really been cool. long enough. Oh, Carl, you, I think it's time for us to rest guys. <laughs> I believe it is. Well, yeah. Alex, would you like to send us on our way? Yes. Uh, thank you again tonight. The round for the theme music. Um, this, if you guys want to check out the album, this is from, uh, of course, go to uh, night of the round bandcamp.com and the both the intro and outro are from the sin ep but you can get the whole discography for like 28 dollars, and it's very well very well worth it because you get everything including their like total remake of uh the seven soundtrack you get the war of the triad which has uh, i think uh four five and six on there there's they have tons of music they're so good. all yeah. that good shit all that good shit. Um, of course, thank you to Nobuo Uematsu, Masashi Amauzu, and Junyu Nakano. Uh, that's the last time I'm going to have to say those last I two know. names for a little while. Because yeah. Nobuo is all, all in four. Nobuo Uematsu. Masashi Amauzu, Junyu Wait, how did it go? Junyu Nakano, Masashi Amauzu, Nobuo Uematsu. Leave us a review on iTunes if you would like to uh i know some of y'all are catching up so it helps us keep us semi-relevant if uh we're on hiatus <laughs> and we get a little little bump it'd be nice yeah uh we also have a uh a red bubble if you want to check out some b-state Orox merch that we have online i also have our of course b emoji and uh vinyl fantasy <laughs> vinyl fantasy shirt yeah um we have of course a new yuffie shirt eating materia it's very good. <laughs> I may be thinking of some new designs. I may even stream my art <laughs> doing that, maybe. Just Yo, to hell to, yeah. Just to keep motivated, because I got a few another shirt design I might work on. Even though we're on hiatus, feel free to call us or text us at 530-MATERIA and find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, sometimes Twitch. We'll mostly just be hosting Carl doing his runs. <laughs> we also have a Discord. You can find the link to that in the Twitter description. Um, join the conversation. It's a lot of fun. And as always, X gonna give it to you. <laughs> 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 RIP to a real one. See y'all later. See you, everyone.